that's a name you should know. Uh, actually, it's Soapstone. How's it going tonight, everybody? Uh, I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going, Dave? It's going good. How you doing? Doing pretty good. You know, that was a little bit of a weird start to things, but... You're not doing good. Superman does good. You're doing well. <laughs> I'm... I'm doing good. <laughs> oh, out, out in those streets. <laughs> uh, since killing off Superman, you know, it's just... Somebody's got to fill a spot, you know. I feel like that happens. I haven't been keeping up with Superman versus Batman, but pretty sure he dies. What if? Mm -hmm. Now hear me out. Right. What if I have the to. whole short story, The Lottery, was actually about Superman, and it was kryptonite instead of rocks? Hmm. But they just kept it vague. You know, it's your own interpretation. But it's actually canonically Superman. Are these are these the rocks that are thrown? At the end of the lottery, or is yes. this? Yeah, mm -hmm. that would be interesting. <laughs> he won the lottery with his superpowers, <laughs> but his weakness being stones. <laughs> Look, here's all this free kryptonite. <laughs> we'll get this to you as soon as possible. Throw it at his body. <laughs> He's so recipient to the kryptonite. Uh, not recipient. What would that be? Receptive. Receptive. That's what I was thinking. Yes, receptive. Mm. He'd be a recipient of the kryptonite. Right. He would be. What game are we talking about, by the way? Superman 64. Ooh. Okay. Well, one thing I really hate about the game is the whole game. <laughs> That's fair. All right, it looks like we have a lot of time to fill. Let's talk about Kirby. Hey, Kirby. Uh, what, what Kirby game you want to talk about this time? I looks we... at prompter. Kirby Superstar. <laughs> it's not even up there. You, you got that from memory. Give yourself credit. Uh, yeah, Kirby Superstar, which uh, I had not played prior to preparation for this. Um, but I believe you had. Uh, you talked about it a little bit. Yeah, we've been double dipping on my Super Nintendo nostalgia days from Mega Man and now this. I'm like, hey, Jake, have you played Super Nintendo? And Jake's like, what's that? And I was like, I'll teach you. <laughs> whenever whenever I heard uh, SNES, I thought people were just uh, kind of combining its NES really quickly. I'm like, eh, hey, SNES. <laughs> SNES. <It's just> SNES. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but there's other characters. <laughs> SNES, SNES quick one. <laughs> Kirby for the SNES. And you're like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you get to play one character in Smash at a time. <laughs> yeah. So like, speaking of Smash, obviously, like you've known Kirby from Smash. Right, right. Had you played any other Kirby titles? I had played a uh, old uh, Game Boy Kirby, which was like Fat Game white. Boy or Game Boy Color. Fat Game Boy. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, like OG found in the dirt somewhere 25 years later where it's like if you have cargo pants you're fine otherwise <laughs> you're not so fine yeah it's it was a uh it was a a dual hand i mean like all of the game boys you're supposed to play with two hands right? motherfuckers <laughs> out here one hand i don't know he's that. got his pop socket on his fucking game boy he's just like a b a b yeah i mean modern phones you could maybe do that a little bit more with but yeah the og game boy the uh the gray with uh I think it was purple buttons or something like that. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, As is, you know, old Nintendo colors like the SNES. Yeah, exactly. Uh, played that and Crystal Shards, which um, for the N64, which uh, we borrowed um, from like a rental store. So that's a little, you know, dates no, it. Notice how he didn't say like Blockbuster or GameStop. It's just a rental store. It actually wasn't either. That's why I was trying to be more explicit. It was just like a, a local local rental store. That dates it even more. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> someone's like, you know what would be a good business? What if I had these things but let people borrow them for money? <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I only have this for like three days, which is like an absurdly short amount of time if you think yeah. about how long that game is. And, like, my parents were just, like, gone for the weekend. So I basically fast fasted, essentially, and just played this game at every waking moment for as long as possible. So I liked it. Um, but uh, not this one. Not the not the OG 19-year-old uh, Sakurai Kirby. <laughs> I, I want to start tallying. You're like, but not this one. <laughs> I've actually not played any games <laughs> prior to <laughs> discussion on the podcast. I was really excited when Dave suggested Revenge. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome for that. <laughs> so, for me, Kirby has always been a nostalgic thing because I didn't really have, as I've said, games as much growing up. Right. Until a later point, my parents were like, fuck it, do whatever. Right. Because uh, for a while, they're like, no, go do other things, or maybe you can have <laughs> one system at a time. <laughs> and my cousin was like the god tier. He just 
I think he had to get his own things, or maybe he didn't. I'm going to make him sound spoiled. He had everything game-wise. Right, he was, like, so, smoking with the Sega Genesis. Yeah. <laughs> he had those cool 80s shades and the, <laughs> the neon windbreaker. And a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but it was really cool to, like, go over to his house for, like, a summer week or something. Yeah. So we would just play games mm-hmm. like a motherfucker. Right. Like, we would actually wake up early and play games. Like, we had this rule of, like, First one up has to wake the other one up. Ah, uh, okay. So, like, alarm clocks... I mean, they existed back then, but we didn't know of them. Right. You didn't acknowledge their yeah. existence. <laughs> we had our own rules. So, like, you <laughs> wake each other up and you just start playing games. Yeah. And so a lot of that would be uh, SNES titles, like mm-hmm. Mega Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, also Kirby Superstar, which a lot of the modes had, or if not all of them, have co-op. Yeah. Yeah, I had very similar experiences growing up. Uh, Sega Genesis, my brother and I... Sunday mornings before being able before having to go to church, we'd play Sonic Two. It wasn't even our Sega Genesis; it was my sister's, <laughs> but they didn't appreciate it. They didn't know Cyborg Justice or any of those other good games. Yeah, so I I can appreciate that, and this game really harkens back to those uh, kind of I was gonna say legacy. That's that's weird, but nostalgic uh, gaming moments where it's like. Uh, if you can get somebody else in with a second controller and it's a co-op experience, that's pretty rare. And um, I was surprised at some of the functionality this game actually had. I was yeah. not expecting a, like a decent co-op experience from a SNES title. Yeah, um, it's surprisingly... I shouldn't say it's too surprising, but it is a really fun game, and they put a lot of, I guess, smaller games into one game and then packaged it as, uh, yeah, here yeah. you go. I mean, like a lot of games did that, though. Like, uh, or there was a lot of bundled games that were absolute trash. But yeah, because usually days. it's like, what can we get for free or like a license of like two cents or like a uh, thousand game emulator <laughs> exactly type thing or it's just a bunch of shit. But this was at least all canonically within Kirby. They're all Kirby titles. Yeah. And even the ones that are like very basic, the mini games that are very basic, which we'll get to, uh, like Megaton Punch. You Whoa. Know not basic <laughs> okay it's not actually the most basic uh game here most basic one would be samurai kirby whoa <laughs> no, you're right there. <laughs> it doesn't get more much more basic than see input hit button right the thing is like <laughs> I, I prided myself on that growing up right because it was probably one of my first instances of like competition because mm-hmm. you just have like the wind blowing you have like Samurai Kirby and then Samurai to whoever else the fuck the second player is. It's like Waddle D or whatever. Waddle is the first one. Mm-hmm. And if you play up against the AI, it's like Waddle D, Chef, and I think a tire. You definitely have a tire at some point. <laughs> but you just wait for the input to show up on the screen. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't have like a, a sound. So right. I'd always play with my eyes closed because I was cool and edgy. Right. And I thought that would help me focus. And then you just press the button at the right time mm-hmm. faster than the other person and, and you kill win. them yeah you murder They're them straight dead. out yeah that's like a best of three was that the you default? can do three five seven mm-hmm. at a point it seems grueling but it's it's fun just to be like hey beat you at this game you're like that doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> i actually wonder like uh whether people react more quickly to visual stimulus or auditory stimulus i guess light travels faster than sound but i don't know how that would interface with the human nervous system i'm wondering if you're cheating basically by closing your eyes is essentially what i'm asking (laughs) i felt like i did better but that was kind of just my own positive reinforcement to my own gameplay right you had the strategy you had the headband on and stuff you're like karate kid (laughs) and and then i kicked my cousin in the shins (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it makes it much easier to win the button press game when you've been incapacitated the other opponent oh. so it's like are we going again or what he's like ow <laughs> my spine yeah so that's that's the most basic one yeah we didn't play that that long but i, I mean, like the aesthetic it's got uh it's got that art style it's um it's still got effort put into it, even though it's the most basic of the games. Yeah, like if it was a Flash game, like I'd stick around this for 20 minutes. Yeah. Easily. Mm-hmm. What did you think about Megaton Punch? 
So Megaton Punch was like, I was so bad at this compared to you. I had a chance with a basically just a reflex game because we're, we're both, you know, old men at this point. And uh, reflex games are for young kids, first-person shooters, yeah. RTS, strategy, turn-based. All of that's for young kids. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Battle Royale. <laughs> Dota. <laughs> but uh, uh, Megaton Punch, I got my butt handed to me pretty consistently. It's another button press game, but it's one where you aren't pressing in reaction uh, to something to to beat the pacing of the other character. Yeah. Uh, it's your own, like, um, a meter will fill and press the button when it's at the top. Um, and you're then, essentially waiting for like UIs to match up in a certain way, and you're like, exactly. "This is the time to press the button." Yep. Um, and then you complete that three times, and your punch uh, or your, like karate chop uh, basically shatters the star that is the world well, everybody's on. So first off, you're on like these two giant stone slabs. Each character is, and they have their each individual bars, meters, whatever. But then when you've done the third one, you go and, like, punch in. Uh -huh. And it breaks the slabs. But then your punch continues through the fucking moon you're on. <laughs> and it shows how far down it goes. It's like Dreamland or whatever it is. Yeah. You know? So it was, like, really cool. I was like, damn. Because there have been a few times when I was a kid mm -hmm. where I actually did punch through the moon. I'm like, who's got a big dick? <laughs> and it's, just, it's a really cool feeling. It's Kirby. <laughs> Don't look oh, that up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But you can also, conversely, you can fuck up the input so bad uh -huh. where you go down to punch and you're just like, fuck my hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty great. Yeah, I like I like the absurdist beat to it as well. Kirby has never been a series that takes itself seriously Yeah, it's in, in any capacity. <laughs> fairly lighthearted. <laughs> but usually in like a martial arts competition, you're not like fundamentally destroying the planet on which you're competing, you know? Unless you're playing, like, Dragon Ball Z or something. Where you punch somebody and they're, like, being thrown at light speed through a a giant mountain that, like, none of these mountains exist anyway. <laughs> it hates, I hate to be that one, like, lone earthbender that has to reconstruct all the mountains after Goku is done with his fight. I'm just like, ah, oh, jeez. Was this one here? I don't even remember. <laughs> there's, there's a mountain here now. Google Maps comes back later, like... Well, hold up <laughs> yeah but that was a that's a pretty good uh mini game and um i also want to pepper in because i don't have any sense of planning mm -hmm. um as this is a snes title this is all pixely 2d kirby yeah but it i feel like this is the progenitor not true progenitor but around the time where like the music started being really really good yeah because it was outside of just Game Boy or just basic Nintendo. Yeah. And they actually put a lot more effort into it. I could definitely tell that, like, I immediately was drawing leitmotifs for, like, the later Kirby songs. Or maybe that's the wrong word, because they're it, the it same is. songs. It is. They're it's the same songs. They're covers of the song. Yeah. They do, like, orchestral versions for Smash. Yeah. So it does it's not like, fall under leitmotif. It's like, uh, there's some variations, but it's really just a revision. Of, yeah of the song it's not a, it's not reusing the core themes um but i was surprised how much of it was intact like all the way since snes and snes really was i didn't even i didn't care about original nintendo oh no nobody cares about I original don't nintendo. Shit. yeah like no one's gonna defend that we've all blown the cartridge but like eh, it's not the best <laughs> it doesn't blow back that's the problem <laughs> um but uh yeah, SNES, SNES is where things really started to pick up, get some cool stuff there, and uh, yeah, this one this one was a solid launch. I was looking at some some best of titles, and I was like, oh geez, like the game Dave has played or has picked, you know, or we talked about and decided to to play for this is like on these lists. So, is it top top what list? Uh, just top ten or twenty, I would say. Most most uh, sites had like top twenty SNES games. Okay. If you're playing like uh, multiplayer games, it was like top five for all of them. That's really decent because there's actually a surprising number of uh, Super Nintendo titles. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. We were we were playing on. Uh, you're talking about like how even with like pixelated graphics, and we got to see every pixel because we were playing projector blown up on the wall, like 
full black bars on the sides because this is standard definition. This is this is where we're from, and uh, no, it was it was fun though. So that's the game. That's it. That's the whole thing. All right, let's talk about one of the ones that's not as much of a mini game. Sure. Uh, in order, I'm just gonna say <laughs> Spring Breeze. Spring Breeze, yeah, that's fair. That's the first one, and it's this, super basic. This is the uh, the traditional Kirby start. Has the traditional Kirby music, first level music, and uh, this is where, like, if you started with this, you're like, I'm playing a Kirby game, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, introduces you to the basic mechanics. Uh, you can suck guys. Um, <laughs> that's it <laughs> Kirby's a very intriguing game no. he's he's a lucrative entrepreneur <laughs> you suck guys up and then you kill them <laughs> or you turn them into hats <laughs> it's basically what Kirby does yeah um, but the, the core feature here and we've alluded to it some is the, the co-op nature of uh, of this game and so Dave was playing player one so you're playing as Kirby. And when I, I want to say I did give Jake the option, like, which, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. I just handed you player one, actually, yeah. <laughs> at the start. I was just like, here you go. Because I figured uh, in the case that I just completely screw something up, I would not be the mandatory death. I wanted to be the Tales to your Sonic for uh, this. Yeah. Um, so my, my fuck-ups matter, and you're like, god damn it, Dave, I fucking hate you so much. The only difference is, like, um, in this one, in Sonic and Tails, it doesn't matter what tails does at best he can be useful at worst he does nothing yeah like he can't screw you over actually you can if he picks you up if he flies like the oh right my just God, like yeah. <laughs> i got you <laughs> flies into a ledge or something you don't react in time but in this one like um so you get your hat right uh, the kirby hat you, you copy a power and then you can kind of sacrifice that power to turn it into an ally um which is a really freaking cool idea yeah, because you're like, well, I just got sword. I don't want sword as much, but I would like somebody to help me. <laughs> so you just summon essentially the same enemy, but now your player two can be them. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is really nice. And uh, also, if your player two ever gets a little bit uppity, a little too big for the britches, <laughs> you can press the same button to essentially de-summon them and turn yeah. them back into the, the item. Yeah. Which then, if you suck up, you get the power. Yep. So you can constantly, like, birth and destroy your own teammate <laughs> it's literally it is useful though because <laughs> if like as P- player two mm-hmm. you might get into like a nasty scrape have like no health and you start to like explode and die out of and phase out of existence yeah but at that point i can desummon you suck you up or suck up the power and resummon you and then full health yeah we use this in one of the boss fights actually yeah i didn't have a power uh-huh. and the boss will always be like if you don't have a power like here's something you can suck up and then shoot back as a projectile yes but that wasn't happening and i had like no health uh-huh so i was like i'm gonna fly in the corner jake <laughs> go we were basically playing pokemon and i was the pokemon so i'd like fight it a bit and he's like pikachu come back reabsorbs <laughs> <laughs> the power shoots back out i exist again that's the weird part of pokemon stadium pikachu come back go pikachu <laughs> yeah he's just, ash just opens his his coat and he's just got pokeballs and they're all pikachu <laughs> i thought i was getting benched <laughs> yeah but it's a really freaking cool mechanic it's like uh you don't if you're playing single player i believe the ai the and I, ai just controls the second for you yeah and like jumps around does some attacks and things and that's fine that's cool um, not everybody has a friend. I understand that. <laughs> um, but uh, in the actual co-op context, it's surprisingly fleshed out. And like these powers, I mean, Kirby obviously has a lot of the depth to the game. Are the other like all the copy abilities he can get? Yeah. But they like gave these copy abilities and unique sprites and things like that to the second character as well, which is like freaking awesome. Um, so I really appreciated that. It's also nice not to be the one with whom victory hinged most of the time. <laughs> I was just running around, killing stuff. It was like doing objectives and things. I'm constantly like a screen behind holding the catch up button. <laughs> to be fair, though, like I had played the game before and I knew where to go for the most part. Mm. So at least from like a efficiency perspective, we kind of ran it that way. Yeah. But it's kind of fun to just explore because they don't really have... It is like a side-scrolling game, so it is left to right. Right. But sometimes I have like more than one door. You're like, fuck, do I gotta 
Yeah. And they're usually like small side rooms with like an enemy, like a one up. It's very similar to like Mario in that sense. Yeah. You're going to have like a little adjacent room. Um, what is cool though, the other thing about a co op mm-hmm. is if your teammate jumps into you in the right way, yeah. you can get like a super jump. Oh, Not that you ever need it because you can both fucking fly. Yeah. Kirby like sucks up and then flaps his little arms. And this isn't limited and, flight, Kirby, either. It's just. Yeah, you no, can you fly. can just fly. <laughs> yeah. And then the uh, P2, no matter which character they are, they can just, like, infinitely jump in the exact same way. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, cool. But you get the super jump. And then also, as you get food, which is a healing item because it nurtures your soul. Right, naturally. In um, real life and in the game. <laughs> exactly. It speaks to me. Mm-hmm. Gourmet rays? Mm. <laughs> um, so, like, I'd eat, like, a small cake, candy, or sometimes fruit, if I was feeling... I was going to say, if your, food, if your food speaks to you, Gordon Ramsay has something to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you eat these things and you get your health up. Mm-hmm. And then you, like, bump into your P2. And you would share the it, food. It's definitely a mother bird type thing. It, yeah. It was a full-on, like, a <laughs> snowball of food. Yeah. it's uh, But it's always cute. It's like, doo <laughs> well, We got, like, a little kissing sound bite. It's also, it's not even like a sacrifice for stats. You both get full value for yeah. the food, which is so really if you get nice. like a maximum tomato, I'm like, oh, yeah. Jake, come kiss me. <laughs> I actually did. Like, there was the one time, uh, not talking about the real life kiss, obviously, <laughs> but I'm talking in the game. Um, I like was running ahead, just like, basically, if you have like a friend who just goes spastic, you put them on player two, because it doesn't matter. <laughs> They'll kill some stuff. But I like picked up uh, one of the max max tomatoes, and you were actually injured. You're like, yeah. And you have like a brief period of time to actually share the food. I think it's like a couple seconds. Yeah. So you're like, oh god, like come over, come over here quickly. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I like it. It's a little nice co-op mechanic to throw in there. I agree. Spring breeze though. Yeah. It's got like uh, three brief levels. They're really fucking short. Mm-hmm. And then you have the classic. I forget the actual boss's name because I've never needed to know. Yeah, but the tree. It's it's the tree. Yeah, um, and you just Elmer Fudd, I think. El- <laughs> Elder Fudd. <laughs> what was I thinking? Elm Fudd. There you go. <laughs> That's the pun I was trying to go for. I just didn't reach the finish line of the gourmet race. What's the Dark Souls three bo- three boss? Uh, there's a lot of them. Rotted Greatwood. Yeah, Curse Rotted Greatwood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're fighting that. Um, <laughs> but you just beat the shit out of it. And a lot of these bosses in the old, these old games don't really have iframes. You just yeah. beat the shit out of them when you can. And this guy is basically a test of do you know where the attack button is? <laughs> yeah. At worst, he will drop apples. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about this as the primary means of defense. It's kind of <laughs> sad that Kirby's just wailing on this tree. <laughs> whose only defense is that he can attempt to provide food to placate Kirby. (laughs) You want apple? Here's some apple. (laughs) Shit didn't even work on Isaac Newton, dude. (laughs) Isaac Newton chopped down that tree immediately. (laughs) Even the giving tree. He got fucked up. Yeah. Traditionally, trees have been on the losing side of history. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. I guess there was a... I mean, Lord of the Rings. That's what I was actually thinking of. Obviously not historical. Yeah. But... Yeah. For for Middle Earth, maybe maybe trees have a chance, but in real life, we cut that stuff down. <laughs> Why are we ranting about trees? Because <laughs> this is R four twenty. No, is it R weed? It was a uh, uh, marijuana enthusiasts. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's that's, a, the, that's the subreddit that's actually about trees. Correct. Yeah. That's so good. Um, but yeah, he's a really easy boss. Usually is. And he's like in every game. Yeah. It's kind of like just like a... Oh, I know that guy. It makes him even more sad, kind of, because he's literally the whipping boy of every game. Before you go off to the the last Joe of uh, (laughs) Super Punch-Out. Yeah. (laughs) There always has to be like a whipping boy. It's like they know what their job is. It just... The character is like, this is how you do basic shit. It's a tutorial boss, pretty much. Kirby doesn't even kill him. He always just makes him cry. That's literally always the defeat state for the tree. 
He never finishes it off. He's just like, I'm going to beat you up till you cry again. Then I'm going to go out there and I'm going to find the next guy. If you, if you ever think you feel good, I'm going to come back here with some choice fucking words. <laughs> and then, like, he finally finds a friend. I'm just developing the lore of this character at this point. Later, there's another boss fight where yes. there's the double trees. He finally finds a friend and Kirby's just like, what have you done? <laughs> Take your bowl of that. <laughs> anyway, so that's canon. But it actually does come back later. Mm-hmm. So one of the other small games in here is Dynablade. I forget. That's like a full name. Mm-hmm. It's got a bird. But basically you're doing more small levels, but you kind of like move through a couple stages mm-hmm. to get to Dynablade. I was just thinking, what if they were all revenge? Revenge of Dynablade. <laughs> it's just like Meta Knight's revenge. Dynablade's revenge. <laughs> Spring revenge. <laughs> <laughs> You still have that revenge show? No, <laughs> I'm good now. <laughs> but yeah. But Dino Blades, I think, I think is much more interesting because it technically has a story mm-hmm. where like Dino Blades being a dick because Dino Blades protecting her her little bird babies. Does, but does that make her a jerk though? <laughs> well, I mean, she's being a protective mother, but like she's mm-hmm. attacking other things. So Kirby goes up there to <laughs> beat some sense into her <laughs> i don't know if kirby's the good guy too we're not developing this narrative wait for the fun part um <laughs> so dino blade's cool because it's layers of sprites and like her head will kind of move out to like peck an attack oh yeah and then she'll like fly off screen and then her model will kind of come at you mm-hmm. from like the background of the foreground which they do that in another boss fight as well but i'm like what the fuck yeah, the detachment effect is kind of like like Vector Man. Yeah, like that. it's yeah, a really yeah. similar effect to that. She's just like a big robot bird, basically, right? She I robot. Mean, just a normal bird. Just a normal. Yeah. bird. yeah. I don't know why I, should, I thought she was a robot. Well, I mean, she's in a video game, so that's fair. Yeah. Electronic bird at the very least. <laughs> but after you beat Dynablade, uh, you go over to her little nest. And there's like three birds in there, and you see Kirby like essentially roll up the sleeves and then start like <laughs> pushing the thing the nest yeah and from every single player who i've played with or talked to it i swear to god it looks like he's going to push it <laughs> off of that giant mountain you're on yeah like kill the mom kill the kid <laughs> <laughs> but he actually you see him push it over to the tree mm-hmm. and then he punches the tree again very rudely mm-hmm. but then the tree then drops apples for the baby birds to eat yeah it would have actually been funny if you subverted that whole thing where you're just like, but in reality, in this case, it looks like Kirby's going to kill the baby birds. He pushes them, like, over, and then he he does kill them. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like a Mario 64 penguin situation, you know? Yeah. He's just, one more penguin than I need <laughs> off the ledge. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's actually a really cute, cute scene, though. I don't understand Kirby's, like, relationship with nature, but... I think he's... I shrugged. I guess you guys didn't see that. <laughs> I swear he has to be, like, part guardian, because he's always, like, chilling with, like, cute things that live in the forest for the most part. Yeah. He's kind of like a, a sprightly nature. He seems like he's a part of the wood. Mm-hmm. But um, then you just go murder things constantly. Right. Keep the wood on their toes. Like, there is, like, little small chicken enemies, mm-hmm. which only hurt you if you run into them. Right. But you suck them up. And then, like, you be like, give me that power, and it's nothing. Yeah, no good. <laughs> it's like a little, the party ball from Smash, what is that called? Uh, I'm not sure what the party ball is. I probably know what the power-up is, I don't know what the... Well, it's just like a ball that, like, goes up, and then it cracks open. But it's uh... always like a little fortune cookie wrapper of, like, get fucked, because <laughs> it doesn't give you a power. Right. Hmm. And he just kills those. Con- I mean, I guess I kill them yeah. constantly. Yeah, I don't know if Kirby's the monster, if it's the players, but... Wow, really making me <laughs> look hard on myself here. <laughs> but yeah, that's it's it's solid. And Dynablade uh, establishes continuity for the rest of the story, which is something I wasn't necessarily expecting. Yeah, because they actually have certain games within the game locked. So you have to do them in order. Mm-hmm. So after you actually complete Dynablade, it opens up one of the poorest box arts of meta knight's revenge <laughs> it's so good <laughs> oh man i feel like everything there is kind of drawn like um the original Mega Man box art i'm yeah. just like 
it's like it was MS Paint and you tried, I guess. <laughs> it's really good though. I like like Meta Knight's Revenge. It kind of like is evocative of Star Fox to me in a certain extent. You've got all these characters talking in dialogue. I mean, it's also just an RPG, right? Yeah. But um, I think it's just the fact that they're on a ship makes me think of Star Fox. That's the only association. The but great ship Halberd. Yeah. Um, which uh, is makes maybe a reference to the company made the game. Just like Hal. Hal, Hal yeah. <laughs> but, Hal Laboratories. <laughs> um, it's just they, the characters are all like Meta Knight's minions and Meta Knight himself, or his lieutenants, I guess, is probably yeah. a, a more congenial way to say it. Um, and they just have the greatest facial expressions. Yeah, it's, it goes full anime for a lot of things. Like, as Kirby is slowly destroying the ship, like, you see, like, them bursting into tears and stuff. You're like, what? <laughs> and everyone's, like, afraid of Kirby. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they don't respect him. Because they're like, ah, eh, we'll just shoot him with a giant gun. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's only under the ship. And then Kirby's like, <sighs> and just, like, turns <laughs> fucking shit off. And they're like, well, that was bad. <laughs> Kirby is, like, an entirely... And I just I love this representation of Kirby. He doesn't know what he's doing. He just goes left to right and kills things. But he's a force of nature. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they they realize it. They're just like, all right, we think that he's reached this area, and then like explosions start happening. <laughs> it's kind of like I'm trying to think what the actual trope would be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know in The Incredibles how Jack-Jack has powers? Oh, yeah, Did you yeah. see Incredibles 2? I didn't. I see. I saw one. But he does develop his powers. At the, end of, in at the end of one, yeah. yeah. So, like, in two, and again, this is a trope that's been done somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of, like, trying to be, like, control the disaster and, like, yeah. all right, you stay here. Don't get into anything. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it's just explosions are going off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to, like, navigate it in a way. And, like, they don't know. Yeah. And Kirby's kind of like that. Yeah. Kirby's entirely like that. Um, And eventually they do, like, knock you off of the ship. I also like this from a storytelling standpoint. Um, Or, like, we're talking about tropes a little bit. This is one of those tropes, which is, like, start the protagonist or the main character relatively well progressed into their their goal. Mm -hmm. And then have them suffer a setback. And their path becomes reattaining their goal, re-reaching that mountain to finally like climb it. Um, and so that's literally Kirby starting on that night ship for the first level, and then you get blown off by like an air cannon or something. Well, I think, I think the ship actually just takes off. That's what it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you get like a warp star to be like, I'm going back on that ship. Yeah. And then they shoot you. And then your buddy Dynablade yeah. gives you a ride back. That's what and that time you're actually you're actually on. Yeah. If this was like uh one of the more punishing kind of Nintendo games or SNES games, they would have been like they would have unlocked this level first, and then if you made it to the end, they'd be like, Oh, if only you had a bird friend to like make it to the ship. That's like you're like, Okay, well I guess I'll do other content and then come back and replay the level <laughs> and get the bird. <laughs> um but it's a it's a cool level. It's got a lot of personality. The characters are great. I think one of the, one of the exchanges I really liked is I think it's the second or third time I guess you're on the ship, um, and uh, he, Kirby's just is like wrecking the wings. He's like, oh no, the like the the left wing is taking so much damage. Like we're we're like we've lost balance, and then Kirby destroys the other wing. He's like, the right wing is taking all this damage. <laughs> We've regained balance. <laughs> <laughs> As you slowly plummet. <laughs> it's just the best. It's just that childlike entertainment value and humor that is just it's so freaking good. It it has that right amount of charm, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Meta Knight's not as he's not badass in this one as much. Yeah. Because he like, has dialogue, and he just seems like a nice boss, if anything. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'll go fight Kirby myself. Or like, you guys abandon the ship. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, we'll stay and fight. And he's like, you guys! <laughs> and uh, you, you kill all of them. 
Yeah, these are like relatively developed characters at this point. Significantly more. They're the only ones with dialogue. (laughs) But then it's like some generic enemies. You just murder them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Kirby is the bad guy. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it might be. There's a fair chance. But then you actually get to fight Meta Knight. Yeah. And he hits you with the side Bs. Spams that move out a bunch. <laughs> I do like, though, um, when the fight starts, Meta Knight's kind of like up in the corner, like being a badass. Mm-hmm. And then there's a sword in the middle. And the game's like literally blinking saying, take this. Mm-hmm. So you pick up the sword. Meta Knight draws his cloak around himself and kind of like disappears. And then, like, fades down to, like, the combat area. Yeah. And you guys have, like, a sword off. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jake's, like, beating the shit out of them. I'm like, <laughs> Jake, help me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's really cool. Meta Knight's one of the cooler characters in the, the Kirby universe. Whoa. Cooler, not coolest. I'm just saying. They do have DDD in... I think he was in an early, like, Spring Breeze or something. Yeah. He didn't. He wasn't. He wasn't a boss, was he? No, he was the last boss of Spring Breeze. The tree was like the mid boss because hmm. you go up to Dedede's castle. We must have vaporized him. Oh yeah, I remember the hammer. Yeah, yeah. We just knew like a lot of these bosses die really quickly if you have two people DPSing them because no iframes. So just... Yep. Real quick, I want to do a tangent to uh, some of the powers mm-hmm. you can get as Kirby. Right. Because. Every time we talk about Meta Knight's Revenge, I always think of, like, two things. One, yo-yo. Because yo-yo's fucking great. Okay. Great, great range on it. <laughs> yo-yo. J- Dave, what up? Uh, you can throw it out. You can throw it up. Uh, you can do, like, throw this. Throw it up. <laughs> Jake, no. I mean, this might be how Kirby uses it. <laughs> you can do, this, like, a really cool, like, spin vertically thing where, like, you push off the ground. Uh-huh. You get like a running dash attack. And it's just it's solid. Yeah. So but the other one I know you jotted down was the the tire, a wheelie. Yeah. I actually really like the concept of the tire. Cause like you, you get introduced to it like relatively early. Um well before it, the the final segment. Um and the tire is just like uh I, I don't think Kirby can turn into a tire if he has the power, can he? He can. He can? Mm-hmm. Okay. We just didn't use it. You always gave it to me, I guess. So well, for good reason. Yeah. Uh, so you can stand there on the ground, and Kirby will jump. You can jump up on the tire, and player two can just like speed through the rest of the level, jumping over ledges and stuff. And it's it's actually pretty freaking great. Um, but also, it, as Kirby, I can shoot out little projectiles too. Yeah. It's basically the equivalent of like a spin dash or something like that in Sonic, where it's like, here's the section where you're supposed to actually go fast. Uh, and you get to do that with the tire, which is pretty legit. And it's more responsibility than player player two has literally anywhere else in the game. <laughs> yeah, and I get to be chauffeured, which I like too. Yeah. Um, after you've uh, defeated Meta Knight at the end, there's a, a final, a finale, where uh, uh, I think you're forced into the tire for player two. You are. Uh, like, the ship's going down. It's kind of like a bit of a countdown. Mm-hmm. And, like, any music from the game kind of stops. Yeah. You just hear, like, the countdown. And then you go off. And then, like, some eerie music starts. And then, like, Demon Meta Knight shows up. And he's, like, <laughs> flying around while you're, like, escaping the exploding ship. Yeah. You know, he's going super fast. And uh, it, it's kind of just an accelerated... Um, this is, no one's gonna get this. It's it's like the uh, the race against um, Metal Sonic and Sonic CD. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> I guess any race as against Metal Sonic. As soon as you can say Sonic R, I'm like, mm. you lost me. <laughs> but yeah, Sonic R also, I guess. Not as much, but it's it, it is like a speed through. Um, Jake, with we obstacles. do Sonic R. We should do Sonic R. We should we should do Sonic R. After the next episode, <laughs> or for the next episode, we'll see. But um, it's cool. Uh, there's a lot of like gaps you need to jump over. Some enemies you can avoid. Meta Knight's being like a buzzy little bee and speed hacking his way up to you, um, which he is wont to do. Meta Knight's always kind of had like, what abilities do we need him to have right now? <laughs> what kind of god ninja is he today? And then he just does that. Um, <laughs> what's that like anime thing where it's just like this isn't even my final form that's literally just yeah. meta knight 
Um, I mean, he literally is a defender of the meta. It is, it is just meta night. So, uh, but yeah, you escape in the end, and there's this dramatic like his ship crashes into the sea, and uh, Kirby and is it just Kirby actually at the end, or do you get your ally there as well? I mean, there, the still, tires. You're there. still on the tire. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's AI or player controlled, because you pull a turn. Uh, on the one wheel. That's the thing. It's a one wheel. Like, you do that cool, like, like the slide break. Yeah. But you're on one fucking wheel. And it's not like he really has, like, legs to put down. It just comes with, like, a, like a foot. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it is. It's just, it was very, like, I see what you're going for, but what? Yeah. It's really cool, though. It's, I think that's, that's the coolest level that we played. I really like Mad Knight's Revenge. It's got, like, narrative where the rest of the game didn't have it so much or implied narrative in the case of dino blade um but meta knight's revenge really had you playing playing as bad guy kirby yeah and i love the music for it too Mm -hmm. i think meta knight's theme probably my favorite yeah i back in the day uh i used i lived in my parents basement pretty much right because that's where the CRT was. I lived was. with my parents back when I was a kid. Oh, you too? In high school? Wow. <laughs> but the same CRT I have in my living room now mm. is the one I grew up with. Right. And because of the CRT, they had like the, the individual video and then the two audio inputs. Right. The RCA cables. And when Kirby Air Ride came out for GameCube, there was a, an option where you could like play music from Kirby things. Right. Like and a like, jukebox thing or something? Yeah. yeah. Kind of like, hey, you have the song now. I'm like, oh, nice. Hmm. So I put on Meta Knight's Revenge, which is a pretty hype song. Hmm. But for the video, I'd set up the VCR and put in like Ty Bo tapes with Billy Blanks. Yeah. So I'd be like doing like these triple punches and kicks uh-huh. as like a little kid. It, while like jamming out to like Meta Knight. You literally got your like youngster training montage set up. That's freaking legit. I was so happy. I'm like, what if I just removed this one and put this here <laughs> this is so much better no that's that is actually legit that's just a precursor to modern exercising where it's like you have a phone and like bluetooth earbuds or something mm-hmm. i guess it doesn't even have to be precursor to modern people have had cassette players and headphones for forever but yeah no i get that i completely get that Thanks for understanding me, Jacob. <laughs> uh, anything else as far as these mini games are concerned? Um, I really feel like Meta Knight's Revenge is just good. No, it's probably my favorite and it stands out the most to me. Mm-hmm. Next to Great Cave Offensive, which my cousin and I would also play the shit out of, mm-hmm. because it's still Kirby, but it's a collectathon at the same time. Yeah. Because hidden throughout all these different areas, there's like 40 or something treasures you can get. Yeah. They and all if you like... miss one, like there's a spot in your pause menu. It's like, hey, <laughs> see this blank shit? This, yeah. This is where you suck. <laughs> and you don't not have... Not like the Kirby suck. And <laughs> that po- you're Point me on the doll where you'd like to be sucked. <laughs> um, but yeah, you don't have to get them all. Yeah. But it was like a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. And my cousin just knew where they all were. And for a lot of the things, it's you needed to have two players right. and not just the AI. Because you have to step on certain buttons to open a door. Right. And then you have to like have these little timing sequences. Mm-hmm. And the AI is just like... What? <laughs> I'm a I'm a SNES AI. I'm not I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> and my favorite treasure was always the zebra mask mm-hmm. because I think it's supposed to be the same mask that um, Meta Knight has. Okay. But I guess the zebra mask is more split colors, kind of like black and white. But I like that style of mask where it's like split down the middle and then has like the the eye holes, kind of like masquerade, but also kind of like. Uh, Vega from Street Fighter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know. I thought that shit was, like, so badass. Mm-hmm. Vega's basically, like, a budget Wolverine, right? Like, that's kind of his thing. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, he's Spanish, and, like, he has, like, these... <laughs> I'm gesturing with my hands. Yeah. Uh, I forget what they're... Not... They are... They're... Not Qatars, but... Yeah, no, that's a country. I think it is a Qatar. Like, K-A-T-A-R? <laughs> yeah. I think I could be right. Because, like, you slide your hands into it, and then, like, off of your hands and wrists are, like, mm-hmm. these blades. Right. Kind of like what um Valdo has. They're illegal biking gloves. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest, I'm not completely caught up on my... Uh, is he, he's Street Fighter, right? Or is he Mortal Kombat? Vegas Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Baraka has wrist blades that are like bones? I don't know. That's, that's, that's 100% budget Wolverine then. <laughs> yeah. Huh. What was your favorite treasure in <laughs> Favorite treasure? I don't Great think Cave it. Offensive. I don't know. I don't actually have a favorite treasure. They did have a lot of references to other games and things like that, both as treasures and... Um, yeah, there's pro- like a Triforce or something. Yeah, they had like a bunch of interesting things. They had the... You you, you uh, told me about the, the stone upgrade and the rare chance that you could get some of the other characters when you're transforming... Oh yeah, um, like, so switch switch of context. Jake's talking about the stone power up in Kirby, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where if you use it, you turn into a rock. Yeah. So if you're above somebody, you become invincible and you just like drop down due to gravity. Yeah. But you switch between like an eight ton weight, um, a rock. Yeah. And like two other things are pretty common. And then you had a uh, a rare chance to get uh, one of the rare. Um, rarities such as a uh, bodybuilder was the one we got which was uh, like a tall guy which is pretty cool apparently also mario and um samus exist which is i've pretty seen cool. mario yeah that's a really rare one i did not know that samus was an option yeah i read about that one after the fact but i'm not that patient i guess yeah no, i never saw it as a kid <laughs> it takes a while <laughs> just mashing that so and then I would it. see it briefly, and then I'd have already switched off because I'm mashing the button. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the issue. <laughs> but they should have like a Chozo statue. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Missed opportunity. Yeah. Sakurai. Get get back on that. And the um, they already remade this game once, I think. Yeah, there's like a Superstar Ultra. Yeah. Plus plus Ultra. That should be the new one. Plus Ultra. There you go. Oh, <laughs> is that the kid being hit? So, because that was very accurate to the kid being hit. So. No, that was just me being excited oh, and okay. thinking about the uh, the music that we used for that other video. Yeah, we've used a lot of music for a lot of videos, Dave. The one we did on hot. We've had two videos, Jake. Yeah. Oh, you oh, mean for hot lava? <laughs> so you said video. My brain literally interpreted it as like episodes or clips or something like that. You're correct. We've only had two videos. <laughs> Jake, have you been, have you been filming? I <laughs> <laughs> just got a bunch of cassette ta- or uh, video VHS tapes <laughs> of a constant feed of your apartment. I, yeah, I'm sorry about those things that I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's probably my favorite um, favorite mini game though. Second to that uh, would be Milky Way Wishes, which is another kind of adventure. Well, like. Um, standard gameplay um series of levels but with the special caveat or caveat which is the incorrect way to say caveat has wares (laughs) if you have coins um that instead of just copying an ability from an enemy and then you know like losing it if you get wasted or um replacing it with a new ability uh they'll have these pedestals that um are kind of like special shiny glowy versions of the standard pedestals where you can get copy powers um and it basically gives you the ability to switch between powers at will um which is really cool um and canonically makes no sense kirby can't do that so yeah games busted (laughs) um so what's your favorite power favorite power out Mm -hmm. of obviously kirby superstar options yeah i mean i gotta maybe like a couple uh couple options here i like the bomb for consistency bombers just it's mash the button (laughs) super freaking basic but it's a reliable projectile has like a reasonable hitbox really easy to land 
uh, like multiple modes you can throw that from to like hit people in the air on the ground, whatever. Um, but I also really like the uh, the pincer, the insect one, because you like oh, yeah, judo. Suplex. Yeah, you suplex people, which is freaking great. Um, but it's probably worthless versus bosses. Yeah, because you can't grab. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the last one that I really liked was um, the sword was good, but I really liked the the fire, the fire uh, flame kind of wall you can put out the series of projectiles what is that um it's from the i think it's from model d or something like that beam it's called beam yes <laughs> the one that like shoots out like a little beam yeah it's if just... you charge it you're like yes <laughs> and you can uh be like a fireball for a bit run on a do a dash attack well um or might confuse that with another power beams dash attack actually sends out like a little like a little bubble thing hmm interesting Maybe I'm confusing that with another, but those are probably my favorite powers that I like there. There's a lot of like situational ones or ones that were like slightly less exciting. Um, I wasn't as I like the the look of uh, Chili Chili's power um, and the frost, but it's like such short range. I feel like that limits it a lot. Um, what powers did you like? brief interruption one thing i love is that every single power seems to have a grab move mm -hmm. where if you do an attack close enough like with yo-yo which i said i already said i fucking love yeah okay like you kind of attach the yo-yo to them and like you throw them out and slam them into the ground hmm. um parasol i think is probably my number one really interesting if you jump up and you float down it's the cutest thing because like the wind just takes you and you're on a little umbrella right if you attack with it, it technically hits twice because the umbrella goes out and then it shoots out some stars. Mm -hmm. um, I know I know how much you appreciate abilities that uh, have like residual stars with hitboxes uh, in the characters. So, somebody solved the way playing DDD in Smash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, a lot of his stuff too came from Kirby. Yeah. I mean, obviously, but <laughs> right. so not not super super Smash Bros. Where he's originally from, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like the the down B hammer, where he like charges it up. Yeah. Um, if you actually have hammer, I was watching somebody do a playthrough. You can actually do like a down upswing that has like a flame on him. Like, holy shit, that's where that's from, huh? Interesting. So like certain things obviously went into Kirby. Like Kirby's dash attack, he does like the the running fireball. Yeah. And his side B is like, it's that hammer. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, Kirby's got... Uh, maybe it is canon that Kirby can have multiple abilities at a time because he definitely doesn't smash. <laughs> well, I mean, he can switch between. He's got cutter on like a lot of his attacks. He's got stone all the time. I really like Knuckle Joe also. Knuckle Joe is pretty good. We were talking about how some of these characters have personality and like actual names. And other ones are just not names <laughs> sword <laughs> well so sword is the power right the, the character's power. name is sir kibble hmm. sir kibble is a pretty good name is it a dog because if it's not a dog it's, it's not yeah that's kind of a missed opportunity there huh yeah you get like a, a kind of home run uh credit sequence right where it's like hey here's all of the characters after meta knight's revenge completion it's like these are all their names and things and their powers, which is pretty cool. Um, Kirby's not like a complicated formula. What? For what it is, but it's just fun. Like, I think a lot of it is the music. Oh, yeah. The art design's cute, mm -hmm. and then all the music is very upbeat or it's very chill. Yeah. It's like, do, 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 do. And you're like, yeah, today's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> good. It's just, it's only slightly hampered by, like, how much absolute carnage Kirby is inflicting upon the world, but, yeah, you know, yeah, sure, can't win them all. <laughs> I was going to say, I was thinking about this, since Sakurai, like, made Kirby originally when he was 19, and then went on to make Super Smash Bros., and then eventually Ultimate, and in World of Light, Kirby is the only one that, uh escapes galim in the intro so interesting that's some pretty blatant 
favoritism there, Sakurai. As I know you listen to our podcast. <laughs> Which is primarily... Friend of, the, friend of the show. Friend of the show, Sakurai. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. I was reading his, uh, his Wikipedia uh, article a while back. Because I was like, I should know more about this person. And uh, he was actually... He ex- expressed um, some thoughts of being burnt out like exhausted or stressed out like game development and stuff he's like i may quit like soon and then there's like no other content in his wikipedia article until like and then smash ultimate was released three years (laughs) later (laughs) and it's it's freaking great oh well he's just staying in a job for a while even though it kind of burns him out (laughs) what's that like (laughs) i don't know but uh yeah kirby's always a solid game if if Crystal Shards was shorter, I would love to cover Crystal Shards, but it is a pretty lengthy RPG like experience. Yeah, not like Paper Mario, which is like even further impossible oh my God. for us to talk about here. But but the cool thing is, is that neither of us have a Super Nintendo, obviously. Yeah. Um, because those are limited and kind of janky at certain times. Mm-hmm. But we used the trusty old Z SNES mm-hmm. to emulate the game. I did use a different one this time, so we could use both controllers. A slightly different Z snap. Uh, yeah, but but it was really cool because like Jake handed me player one. I'm like, these controls suck. He's like, oh, just change your mappings. Yeah, done, done. So it was nice to get that old classic experience. But mm-hmm. as it turns out, an Xbox controller does not map one to one with no with SNES. <laughs> um, but you can make it work. Xbox controllers work with anything. How are you making me do that? <laughs> yeah. Well, anything else about uh, Kirby that you wish to speak of? Do you like the character? You like how, how angry he is in America? Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Japan makes him too soft. Yeah. It doesn't reflect his attitude in the games at all, where he's mindlessly slaughtering thousands of beings. He's just a very violent character. He's, really. like, he's just trying to eat. He's me. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even eat, though. He's like, does it provide sustenance when Kirby eats people? Because presumably he eats food too, right? Like it doesn't. He doesn't get a power from food. He's, well, I think he's eating people from a more primal need to absorb their essence. Side note: This kind of reminds <laughs> me of like a, a certain plot line in uh, Near Aut- Automata, <laughs> but huh. Yeah. So, anyways, think about it. Stay woke. I'll get, I'll get back to you. <laughs> back to you on that. Oh man. Well, as always, thank you for listening to us on this episode of Soapstone. As always, thank you for listening to us on this episode of Soapstone. You can send your feedback to us uh, at facebook.com/slash Soapstone Podcast or directly to us. If you don't like talking to other people, at soapstonepodcast at gmail.com. We also just recently uh, have started setting up a thing. So um, if you are praying, we actually get those now. Hmm. So if you pray to us at soapstonepodcast at gmail.com, we can pray back to you. That's convenient. Well, I mean, it probably goes through God first. Okay. So he's got like this filter in place. Yeah. So don't. Don't send us hate mail. He hates that. <laughs> God will see it. Kind of literal, I guess, <laughs> in this case. Bye. <laughs>